0: Yeah, share from all things dentistry, and you're doing the drive. So today, talk about a couple days ago, but uh, starting Monday. But today is a very interesting day because I'm just heading in a bit early um, to get set up. We've got a brand new dentist working for uh, working for us, and he is going to tackle his first root canal. He just graduated literally two months ago, and uh, these days in dental school, essentially, it's I think it's just try to pump them through and with this minimum amount of inf- things they can do and learn how to refer. That's my uh, that's my heart feeling because endo is pretty complicated and uh, takes it's taken me five years to really hone. I don't even do retreats. I just do straight first initial treatment. So it's taken me like five years to get really comfortable um, being able to tackle pretty much any case. That comes my way. Uh, so, if you're trying to do it like a recipe book, which I believe is useful, but in dental school you're trying to learn a million different things. And to try to learn endo and be comfortable at it, good luck. So, I'm almost in agreement that uh, so it doesn't get screwed up uh, to refer it. Single, and that's why I'm a huge proponent of learning a couple basic techniques for not only central incisors, but also. For premolars, because premolars you can premolars you can hand, you know, you can do the endo uh, post and core in an hour, no problem. Uh, just with a couple simple hacks. Really simple, and then you're prepped for the crown down the road. So Lucas this morning is going to be doing a he found uh, I don't know when he found it, but uh, on sick parade. This patient presented with pain to the lower right first premolar and of course it's bifurcated halfway down so and that's gonna be the uh, the image for today the thumbnail of this so he's this is his first root canal I'm like okay let's rock and roll so we're gonna set up the operatory so my uh, my computer's gonna sh- uh, stream through a larger screen so you can either see what I'm doing or I can see what he's doing through the microscope So we're going to try to tackle that. We're going to play some calcium hydroxide. So we're going to learn some tips on that. So that's why I'm heading in a bit early and set up this uh, screen because it's got to move it from one opportunity to another. And then, so I can't remember what I did during the Monday day, but I tell you what I remember. uh, Monday night was really cool because it was another root canal, two of them. So the first one which is really interesting again was searching for mb2 so i'm troughing like i normally do can't find it and when i can't do that i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that it's a fin or something running down the side of mb1 so i'm gonna start searching there and sure enough i can kind of see a little spot with my uh, with the microscope right mesial uh no palatal to the mb1 but i can't get a file in there i don't usually usually i don't have ultrasonic set up uh, but what I do have is my wave 1 gold primary file so what I do is I try to use that as my kind of my shovel so I'll actually bend it and I had to angle the handpiece a weird way and sure enough that file just worked its way down that other canal like magic it is unbelievable uh, So I'm a huge proponent of reciprocation and I'm able to use that so to dig out, to, I like to say, to snuff out that canal. So actually we had MB1 and MB2. They were confluent, but uh, they were right next to each other. There's still a little uh, fin between them of uh, dentin. But the thing is, is that if you leave it, unfortunately... And this was a necrotic case. There's a high probability that, MB, that mesial buccal root failing. So we cleaned that out. Uh, that worked out really well. And then we had a case come back, which... Really interesting guy, actually I was really impressed. The people, that dentists that I work for, they uh, about 10 years ago uh, did a did some ortho, I think what they did was they intruded, actually with brackets, I don't know, Mike doesn't usually use brackets, he's using Invisalign now, but at that time he intruded his anterior segment and then crowned it and it's unbelievable, like it's a lot of work. So that was about 10 years ago and they look like super amazing. Uh, those crowns on the anterior six. So I saw him for a lower right molar that was in dire need of a root canal it was killing him and this is another case where it's irreversibly inflamed so it's there's like th- four cracks. it's almost like a plus sign in his tooth and you can see the cracks running straight into the pulp and there are no probing depths. so it's still restorable. Uh, but patient knows about the cracks. And, of course, this tooth is so inflamed. Like it had such a hard time to, it wasn't quite like a case last week, but it just stop bleeding. But it, it would not, it was crazy, uh, the amount of hemorrhage. So we finally got clean and shaped to length, and uh, mes- one of those mesial canals would not stop hemorrhaging. I mean, it just would not stop. And it's frustrating. I try to make it not frustrating, but it is frustrating when you can't get that canal to f- stop hemorrhaging. I shaped it even to 3506, uh, so it tells me that the PDL is just totally whacked and needs to speak for a while. So what we did was, um, it's a 7, so we're close, not close to the inferior alveolar nerve, but I'm a little more hesitant to place calcium hydroxide in those cases, so I didn't uh, seal it up. And ironically, he was fine, tenderness to to biting, obviously, for the first couple days. And then two days before, he said that pain when he bit was just ridiculous. So, kind of like mm, very interesting. Not sure what that's about. So, what we did was uh, we looked for I looked for more cracks, and they just stopped right at the orifice. And there's a great or art, new article uh, talking about in the Joe talking about crowning these teeth and being able to save them. And it was ne- it was irreversibly inflamed, so it was not necrotic in terms of necrotic necrosis fracture necrosis. So. We finished a case. I texted him yesterday. See how he's doing, and uh, he's he's got a little bit of tender biting tenderness. So I don't know. Maybe it was just um, I don't know what it was. We'll see. I'm gonna text him a week out, and then uh, we'll go from there. And then, actually, really interesting. Unfortunately, I had a flare up of a case that I did on. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it, but we did the retreat. Uh, we're going not going to extrude the tooth. This is an anterior tooth number eight. Did the retreat? Retreat went perfect. Got my apical stop. Opened it to a maybe a sixty file. Got all the gutter perch out of there. Cleaned it. shaped it. Got I mean it. And then I made a custom cone. I'm almost certain I did. Talk about this custom cone. And sure enough, two days later, she is in dire pain. Unfortunately, so reviewing the literature real quick. Um, there's a great article in the uh, Endodontic Topics. They stopped that our publication about two years ago. But it was a great kind of um, overarching, you know, here's some topics in endo and let's talk about them. And it was started by Hapasalo a number of years ago. And I guess they just, I don't know, they just stopped it. So, But what they talk about was flare-ups are like resoundingly from necrotic teeth which makes sense it's a microbiological issue and so in this case tooth number eight or tooth number one one had a not a big lesion but uh her crown had fallen off after many years of service she can't remember why she had a crown or any of these teeth were necrotic so she had that tooth we needed to retreat because um one of my one of my five bosses is going to put a new crown on it like okay let's do the retreat before we put the new post and core in it so we did that and then we also did a 2-2 which was picked up on the CBCT so tooth number 10 11 no tooth number 10 uh, was necrotic with a huge lesion and funny enough she didn't have any post-operative pain or flare-up on that case and a flare-up is defined as any unexplained or emergency appointment after a root canal so I mean this signifies a, a flare-up so she it was extreme so she had extreme tenderness to tooth number eight um, biting she couldn't it was throbbing uh, so what I decided to do she had sulfa drug allergies so I decided to place her on clintomycin and because I cleaned and shaped the entire case I'm not going to retreat nothing, we're just going to let that go, and uh, so two days out she's feeling a lot better, um, so, but she has another root canal that needs to be done, so I think she can't remember, none of her family can remember her like falling off a bike or getting hit in the face with a baseball, she knows she that happened, but she's got three necrotic teeth, so, and she's 32. So it happened at some point in her life, so we're going to go down the road of another root canal. I know she's going to be hesitant, but um, it needs to be done before she gets all her treatment done in her anterior segment. So that's, uh, that's that flare-up case, which was uh, interesting. Um, and then I guess my last case was JP, and um, he's the son-in-law of a good friend of mine. Great guy. We did the pulpotomy, pulpectomy on him, and then he went away with work. And uh, this tooth was irreversibly inflamed due to a crack. I mean, you can see the crack. It's crazy, these cracked teeth. And he's only like 30. So the pulpectomy solved his problems and then got him back, finished the case. And what was really interesting, we placed calcium hydroxide down these canals. It was a lower left first molar. Is, I remember Les teaching me about, um, you know, I'm like, Les, we're gonna bring these, we're, our t- we're teaching, um, on course or clinical endodontics course I'll be teaching again in a couple weeks and I asked him the question you know is there a point in these vital cases of uh, placing calcium hydroxide if we're bringing the reappointing them for the students the next day so we do the pulpectomy clean in shape and then we're gonna bring it back the next day and he said you might as well because calcium hydroxide has some tissue dissolving effects and I'm like oh my gosh why didn't I think of that anything super caustic is gonna dissolve anything organic. So sure enough, we placed calcium hydroxide in there and there was a fin between, a huge fin, between the two distal canals of tissue and um, so I placed calcium hydroxide in there and that was the first thing I aimed for. So we got the provisional restoration out and started irrigating those distal canals and sure enough, out comes a huge glob of tissue. So you know in some of those cases, It might be, I've learned again, that it might be useful to place uh, calcium hydroxide where um, there's a huge fin between two canals and you just can't get at it. I mean, I had a case two days ago, four days ago where the pulp was uh, intermittently hit for 30 minutes with full strength hypo and I pulled out another piece of pulp complete. And we're talking intermittently, I mean, pretty much the entire time it was... Um, doused in hypochlorite but we get you know I mean that vital tissue is going to cause problems down the road so we got to make sure and this guy was headed to uh, Australia so we needed to make sure we had his case completed properly because he's flying and uh, he's where there are no Canadian, Canadian dentists I mean he obviously can go see a Australian endodontist that's no problem so, anyways, um, that is pretty much up for the week. We got, I uh, got a lecture tomorrow night. We're gonna talk about the five tips that I've learned. And actually, today, I totally forgot at lunchtime. My time, I'm, I was really grateful. Uh, John Rhodes is gonna we're gonna do a webinar on some of the. He's got four CBC t- t cases. He's gonna uh, present. I'm um, just gonna do a video, do a Google Hangout with him, and uh, record that and throw it up, post it. Because uh, he's a great anodontist and I learned so much from him. Just online, literally online. So I'm grateful to him and we're going to uh, roll that out probably in the next week. So, thanks for joining me and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.